Oh wow, that's that's aggressive. That that's the the hood is very aggressive. You look like a rapper, like a, <laughs> about ready to spit rhymes. A tiny uh, wizard in the house to go fight Apollo Creed. <laughs> that works. That works. This one go to distance. Can't say fight Apollo Creed. Poor man's dead. I know. So I, sad. It was, the words were leaving my mouth like, ooh, too soon. <laughs> too too soon. soon. Too soon. Too soon. All right, so we're agreed to do the state of play. Yeah, hold on. What? Yeah. It's you've not seen you haven't seen Rocky, so it doesn't make it doesn't make sense. So she Kayla hasn't just, seen Rocky? No, what she hasn't fuck? seen Rocky either. Kayla came down here, she's doing laundry, and she just walked in on me going like the the sweet part of the movie. Yeah, he fights the fight, and he doesn't. Don't care spoil about the it for her. She's never gonna watch it. Don't spoil it. She's never gonna watch it. Time to get your fix. It's a horrible gaming podcast. It's not good. It's not great. Horrible gaming podcast. It's not even what you would call fair. It's really not that good. Horrible Gaming Podcast. Hello, my name is Zach Rye with Old Man Gaming, and you, dear listener, for whatever reason, have decided to listen to another Horrible Gaming Podcast, but I'm not alone. Usually I am never alone. With me is... Neil, a.k.a. A Tiny Wizard. Yes, not the not the newest white rapper on the block. No, uh. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Uh, it, it's it's a very visual thing at this point. But when I got onto the video call, it was very much this was. I, this I, yeah, I, I might use it for. as the. I might use it as a bonus or an opening. Honestly, this is, yeah, this stuff. is. I can't even do this as a joke because the, I can the, only see the bottom third of my screen. The, I can't even see myself. The fluffiest assassin from Assassin's oh, Creed. To... <laughs> it's like breadsticks instead of the, <laughs> the hidden blades. So, <laughs> uh, Assassin's feed. <laughs> um, so what are we talking about today? Well, today, ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're, we've gone from one crappy show to another. Uh, you know, we're... All the companies do this thing every year between like usually it's a little bit later, but uh, but yeah, between January and March they all usually do their first announcement shows. Uh, we've got Xboxes now. We've got Sony's to talk about the state of play. We're gonna talk about it, so might be an early show because uh, <laughs> it, was, it was pretty lackluster. But we'll get into that before we do. Uh, we've got to thank the people who make this possible. Above our ugly mugs, you're seeing a custom graphic that was provided by Mr. Mark Bell. We thank him for that. And then the theme song for this show and all shows here at Old Man Gaming is provided by the man who makes the music, my brother Nick Van Sledges. We thank him for that. We will be right back, ladies and gentlemen, with fans for action. <laughs> Horrible Gaming Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back with everybody's 
with the, with the most important segment, our first segment, that is fan interaction. That's where we take the comments you write on YouTube and anywhere we remember to check out for them. And we talk about them, we read them here, we riff about them, all that fun stuff. Um, so right off the bat, just want to point out last week my wife subbed in for Mr. Neil. Uh, Neil was going through some personal-ish uh, so, but you can see here, Neil is back. I do want to just say, I'm sure she won't listen to this, but I appreciate Melissa showing up and stepping in. And I think she did a great job. Absolutely great yes, job. It was all, it was all kind of, uh, relatively, uh, relatively sudden. So, <laughs> and, uh, I know that Neil has not had a chance to listen to the episode. Not that he listens to any of the episodes, but, uh, um, <laughs> Uh, you should go back and listen to that one because she gave basically we ended up switching the subject so because she's kind of more got the law experience so yeah. we we evaluated uh, Pokemon v Pal World and the law from the law point of view that she has and it actually was a really interesting conversation she had a lot of points of view that I that like we take for granted because we're not in that kind of world you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I again, I just appreciate her being here. Some of the comments have to uh, related to her. Uh, she actually read them all. I will try and endeavor to use my m- mush brain to remember what she said. Um, <laughs> but first, we had Jackie Rakes loving the cup. Melissa, uh, Melissa showed off the cup that I used. Wonderful, created with love by Jackie Rakes. She's on Facebook. She does custom tumblers and cups and coffee cups and stuff with custom pictures on it uh, for very affordable prices. Go to Facebook, search Created with Love by Jackie Rakes. Uh, She's phenomenal. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but she also made me an old man gaming mug. And if you want to get the same design, I guess that's the first merchandise right there. We, We accomplished it. Just go. She can put it on the mug. It's totally fine. Um, but yeah, I had bought Melissa a anniversary cup <laughs> with a bunch of our pictures and stuff on it, and uh, so she showed that off. Uh, moving on, Jason, I'm definitely not a dermatologist. I ain't that crazy. <laughs> yeah, can't help with the dermatology thing. Jason then continued, what is this Discord thing? I don't remember what we were talking about that he's exactly joking about at that particular moment i'm sorry jason it's just memory uh he then uh he then continues spark it looks sort of similar to pikachu but not really definitely not exactly like pikachu and that was one of the things that we discussed towards the end of our conversation was there is this article on ign where they kind of rounded up the most uh, the, 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 the most topical offenders of the, the, this one looks like a Pokemon pal from pal world. And, uh, and I, I, I just showed him to Melissa cause we had had, she had had a lot of different points of views on it. Um, but you know, upon looking at them, they really don't look that similar. Like, yes, if you put Pikachu next to spark it, you definitely can see some similarities, but they are well different enough to be their own thing. Same with all the other ones, too. Um, and what's crazy is Melissa's a legal person who doesn't play video games. So all I was doing was showing her pictures of here's the pal one, here's the, the, the pokey one, what do you think? And for the most part, she said, these don't look close enough alike. She can't imagine that a judge... Uh, a judge does anything with just the appearance anyway. So, 
Uh, yeah, uh, just to jump in on that, that's yeah, one thing. Uh, over this past week, uh, there's been a lot, a lot of news stories mm -hmm. uh, about that sort of stuff, like everything going on with Power World and Nintendo saying like they're looking into uh, what's going on with Power World and seeing if they can, you know, go after them. Because I'm sure, you know, in, even though the uh, Pokemon company is technically not Nintendo, you know, they're mm -hmm. basically Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. Um, they will full on full steam ahead anywhere that they can make an argument for it. They will. And I will say there are some, there was a uh, TikTok video that I saw that was just side by side comparisons of some of them. Some of them are pretty egregious, but I, I disagree. Once you really look at them, because I've, I've seen all the egregious ones, and at first glance, I agree with you. Like, first glance, I'm like, oh, that looks exactly alike. But, like I said, like, that was the list that I was showing to Melissa, and she's like, yeah, when you first look at them, they look very alike. But then once you, like, go in, you're like, okay, there's plenty of differences between these two creatures, you know? Oh, yeah. So, uh, what I find really interesting is... Uh, so uh, I had been listening to uh, this this YouTube channel. Yeah, definitely uh, not our podcast. Yeah, not not ours, not at all. Uh, Legal Eagle, and yeah, uh, yeah and Sim a lot. yeah, uh, and they were talking about uh, on that the Steamboat Willie thing, mm -hmm. and the important distinction uh, is to not present itself in a way that makes you associate that intentionally it can look the same it can look similar but if they are calling them like something I don't, I don't know what you would call it but something that is so similar to pokemon and Ooh. calling it like the name that's almost identical and if they didn't have guns in there and they had like pokeballs that were cubes instead like yeah. that is when you would be towing that line but you're looking purely at the creatures part of everything not necessarily the games the games are entirely different entirely 100%, different percent entirely different games it yeah. just so happens that they draw a lot of similarities yes yeah. i mean i think one of the things that we really need to realize and Jason said this at one point too, and, and I completely agree with this. If if Nintendo was going to go after Pal World, they would have. Like, if you look yeah. at everything else Nintendo has attacked, they go after it within like twenty-four hours. You know what I mean? They have like mm -hmm. lawyers and law dogs just ready to like bring down anybody. You look at the Nexus mod uh that uh somebody put up for Pal World. Uh, to make the pals look like Pokemon. Oh, straight up Pokemon. Yeah, I saw that. It got stopped within six hours. They, they didn't even get to put it up. They announced the that they were going to do it. He got a cease and desist and a lawsuit filed against him. The like, dude straight up said, Nintendo is coming for yes. me. Please help. Yeah. So, like, you can't, like, I feel like if they had any leg to really stand on against Pal World or Pocket Pair, they, that lawsuit would have been filed. There would be a cease and desist. We would already be talking about, like, who's going to win in the courts, you know? I and, think, uh, I'm sorry, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say, and on top of all of that too, like uh, a point that was made. I forget. Uh, I forget what I was watching. It was one of the one of the things I was watching. But 
they had made mention of, you know, basically all games, all forms of art, media, this, that, and the other, at some point they either started as or will become a derivative work. Yes. Yeah. You can only create so much stuff yeah. that's unique. Sure, people are calling this like Pokemon with guns, but it is taking the gameplay ideas from Pokemon and rolling it into a survival game. Right separately off on its own well um and that's that's the thing is i i don't think that there's enough overall in whole to really go after i'm i mean they're they'll probably try i'm gonna say I that I, I i think they're gonna try i think if they were gonna lose. try and go after them they would have gone after them already like without a doubt i think that the the other thing that's interesting and this is something that melissa pointed out is in these ip cases you know they go in front of judges that don't even really understand the material. Yeah. So, like, the law is much more about the discovery and trying to find, like, proof that that somebody willingly violated that. So they would be looking through emails of, like, make this look more like Pikachu or make this look more like so-and-so. Right. You, that's what they would be looking for. Other than that... Like, this game, the only other leg they have to stand on is the the pals looking like Pokemon and potentially having stolen assets from Pokemon. They didn't. I don't... I think it's clear and present that they didn't. They definitely... Did they make some look similar? Sure. But I also want to point out that Pokemon has what now? 2,000 Pokemon out there? How would you not accidentally yeah. copy one of them if you're making a cute monster catching game? Some of them are like literally like chandeliers yep yeah so there's there's just no way that you can't like you can't like in this kind of a case they'd be looking for willing proof that like the people like knowingly in writing said make it like pokemon and i don't think that there's gonna be any of that and i think that nintendo's not gonna take that gamble neither is the pokemon company i think the pokemon company more or less released a statement to try and get people to stop yelling at them uh, and giving death threats to people. And again, you didn't listen to the last episode, but fuck those people. If you are making yeah, no, death I threats... No, I listened to that part. I listened to that part. Okay. Like I said, there was like a six-minute window where you did newsy bits. I listened to that. <laughs> <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, if you're making death threats because of a fucking game, like, touch grass. Like, get the and fuck out of here. And we've talked about this so many times. Ridiculous. Because Absolutely over the ridiculous. years of us doing this, there's been constantly, constantly something happens. Uh, I, I forget it was, uh, the most recent one was uh, the one Last of Us actor who played a villain. Uh, and because she was the voice actress for the villain, like, people are like, oh, fuck you, you know, go kill mm -hmm. yourself, this, that, and the other. Like, chill the whole fuck out Chill like fuck seriously out. like there's it's a video there's game, absolutely man. no reason for it there's yeah. no it, and that's <laughs> just another reason why games can't get taken seriously because you get yeah. just like crazy people i, I don't know uh, a keyboard warriors is the only way yeah. that i can really describe it yeah it, going and you know running their mouths yeah agreed agreed um but yeah it was an interesting discussion uh, all the way around um but yeah, I just, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see them looking that much like them. Like, again, first glance, oh yeah, that one looks like that one. But then you go in for a closer inspection, you're like, these are different things. They just look similar, you know? Um, okay, so continuing. Uh, Jason then, again, 
You get drops whether you kill or catch. So you get meat even if you just catch them. This is true. That's totally weird. But in Pal World, if you catch the creatures, you get the same drops that you would if you killed them. And again, a lot of the game is about killing them and eating them. Um, so, so that is weird. For me, though... I'm not going to waste my ball on them if I don't want them. So I'm killing them and I'm eating them. This is the way it is. Because uh, the ball, you got to craft everything in that game. And I don't want to keep crafting shit until my brain falls out of my head. Uh, he then continues, it was Luke Combs, the mug thing. And Melissa thanks you for pointing that one out. She couldn't remember which country singer it was with the whole IP issue. Uh, that was a really interesting part of that conversation. You should definitely go check it out. Um, but what about uh, that? One of the takes that Melissa had, which was really interesting, is because you know we've kind of the mind of like Jesus, back the fuck off, Pokemon, or back the fuck off, Nintendo. Melissa actually was like, "Look, while I agree with you on that, IP." Like, intellectual property law, it's one of the only laws where you have to actively defend it. So, like, if you don't defend your intellectual property and you let somebody copy it, the next person who comes along that you don't want to copy it can say they let them do it. So you have to, like, go after them. And there was this this Luke Combs, who was a country singer... There was a guy kind of like Jackie who just, there was a there was a woman who kind of like Jackie just made mugs like custom mugs, but she was mm. straight up just putting Luke Combs's face on these mugs and selling them. Okay. Um, she got hit with a lawsuit. She didn't even realize she got hit with a lawsuit. She missed the court date. She got fined two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Oh Jesus! Uh, Luke Combs didn't even know about it. Finds out about it on TikTok uh, from her, <laughs> and basically like like pays her legal fees like i'll pay the two hundred and fifty thousand dollars i'm sorry i had no idea i'm not trying to go after my fans like that and then the lawyers were like hey i mean he got mad at the lawyers and lawyers like hey man uh, we gotta do this because i know you don't you don't mind when she does it but you're gonna mind when pepsi does it and doesn't pay you and if she gets to do it pepsi gets to do it so we just go after anybody who does it. So, like, it's one of those things where, like, even when it's like, this isn't really hurting anybody, why are you going after it? Like, you have to kind of fight for it. And I never really thought of it that way, honestly. Um, it just, it was an interesting take on it, personally. Uh, and then to continue, Jason, again. You can't convince me, Game Freaks, hadn't been watching Pal World like a hawk, and would have pounced yeah. on anything they could have already. And there was. I thought you had said this on the yeah. last one. But yeah, I totally agree. Like, if they were going to do something, they would have done it. Without a doubt. I mean, this was already the third most wish-listed game before it even came out. You yeah, know that they was... were staring at it. Everybody was already calling it Pokemon with guns. You know that, like, if they could have stopped it, they would have. The, the the trailer initially came out what it was like two years ago or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like yeah, that that's another that's another point mm -hmm. to that, you know. It would have happened by now. Yeah. They would have stopped it if there was any. So at this point it's kind of more in line with what you were saying is they have to find more so that there was fuckery yeah. than uh, exactly. anything else. Well and and Pokemon Company has to bet that there was fuckery. 
You know what I mean? Right. Or there's or they're throwing money down the tubes at a lawsuit that they're going to lose. You know, so like, I don't know that it's worth it for them. Uh, Jason then says it's always nice to breathe. It is always nice to breathe. I don't get to do it as much as I'd like to. Um, and then finally, William breathe Rose. more. Yeah, just don't. <clears throat> Thanks to all the sickness and whatnot. Uh, finally, William Hoen. Hi! Exclamation point. Hello, Lady Melissa. Long time no see. Redfall should have looked less cool, no? I feel it's bad that a bad game is made to look cool in trailers. But I understand it's the point of a trailer anyway. Your comment on devs, on camera, and, gim and gaming shows came out perfectly clear to me. In the end, it's just not everyone likes to be in front of a crowd on camera, and it's not their job to do it. Then continues, great pal world discussion. It was nice to have Melissa's input on that subject. Thanks for the show. Hashtag love for Neil. Uh, I told everybody to send you your, their love because oh, you were yeah. going through a hard time. Thank you. Um, Melissa did say thank you for the kind words to her. Uh, I really appreciated her being on. I thought her insight on this subject was really good. Uh, on the, the first topic, yeah, I don't want the games to trick me. I don't want the trailers to trick me. But from a standpoint of looking at the directs side by side, Redfall, I got excited for Redfall with that direct. I did not get excited for any of the games at this direct. They failed in that aspect, which that's what those things are supposed to do, you know? Um, then uh, on the second subject, uh, I thank you for that. I'm glad it came across that way. I, Neil, you didn't listen to enough of it to know, but I apologized. I kind of felt like after listening it back, I was a little... My, my rant about the game developers came off more like I was insulting them dressing weird and less insulting the idea of them leveraging them and their weirdness against us. Um, and that's what I apologize for. Again, I don't care if somebody dresses weird or acts weird or any of that. The show, these shows when they do this, they come off to me like Microsoft is specifically leveraging them in that way to try and get legitimacy with us. Like, I almost feel like they're dressing them weirder. You know, they're, they're forcing them to be in front of the camera. And I don't, I don't care if anybody dresses weird. I'm super weird. I dress super weird. Like, that's not my, my problem. My problem is I feel like, I feel like they're trying to use it to trick us. It's the same reason why I hate Big Bang Theory. No, I don't think it's the same reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've I personally have always like Big Bang uh, perpetuates I've a stereotype had, that I don't think yeah, it should. And that's the thing is like I've it's so many people have told me it, like, "Oh, you know, you 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 probably watch Big Bang Theory." Oh, and like, "No, I cannot stand it because it almost feels like it's like Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. That's a reference that only you're going to get. The mm -hmm. people who don't know anything about this, they're just watching it because it's on TV at 7 o'clock. Oh, but not that. you. Like, I, I've, I've, that show's always rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know. I get I, it. Maybe I'm just overreacting. But I don't think you are. I've Look, 
I've watched Big Bang Theory multiple times. I enjoy Big Bang Theory. Not because of the nerd stuff. I don't like the nerd stereotypes. I point that out to Melissa all the time. Um, what I do like is they do have this really good character dynamic in it, aside from all the nerdy stuff. Like Penny, Leonard, and uh, Sheldon are really interesting characters if if you remove the, the nerdy parts. Like they're just interesting characters, and they actually build those characters up over long periods of season. Like... Basically, Sheldon's an autistic person, like, and the way they handle him and his, like, slow, like, roll towards empathy, um, I think is some of the best character work in shows. At the same time, I'm also one that's sitting at the at the screen every time they play that fucking god-awful magic ripoff, saying, that's not, what, that's not what collectible card games look like. I played collectible card games my whole life. It doesn't look like that. It doesn't play like that. It's ridiculous. Um, and also, we don't all have all the nerds. Like, we, like Star Wars nerds are not also Star Trek nerds and comic nerds. And you know what I mean? It's right. like they have to they have to be nerdy in everything. I'm like, that's not how it works. I'm nerdy in a lot of things, but there's plenty of things I don't nerd out about anymore. And there's there it's, are like I from my own personal experience, the. Uh, people that I have come across in my life that are nerds for all things even make me feel uncomfortable. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, all right. So that's it for fans reaction. Shall we move on to the talking point? Yes. All right. We'll be right back with the talking point. Horrible gaming podcast. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to our talking point and much like, our wonderful um, Xbox counterpart just gave us the lackluster developer direct. Sony was like, ha, 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 lackluster show, hold my beer. And then decided to put out their state of play for January 2024, just this last week. And uh, <clears throat> it's it's not good, right? It like, was a show. It, it was, was a, a show. show that happened. Don't get me wrong, like, there's some stuff that kind of made me go, huh. But outside of that, it's uh, it's not what I was expecting, and it's not what I wanted. All but. right, well, well, let's start at the top then, I guess. Because I'm going to point out a point of fact to you guys. Uh, neither one of us actually watched the show. We, uh, we pulled the uh, – Neil had a lot of stuff going on. And uh, I just didn't want to. So uh, we, we pulled the whole, let's go see what the revealed is. And we watched all the trailers separately. And so we know what was revealed, but we didn't actually watch the presentation. So uh, unlike our usual coverage of these, we won't be talking about the presentation itself, just what was released uh, in it. So right off the bat, we start with Big sigh. I was going to say, get the stupid fucking shit out of the way. I mean, good God, is PlayStation, like, you know, I don't want to get on the rant yet. Uh, Death Stranding 2 is officially titled. I mean, the first part of the show was Kojima Con uh, 2024. Uh, Kojima announced two games? Two games, two. right? Uh, Death Stranding 2 is officially titled Death Stranding 2 on the beach. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Uh, do you have anything to say about Death Stranding 2? I don't think it needed a 10-minute uh, trailer. It was 10 minutes. 
10 Kojima, minutes. To, to put it into context, the show itself was, uh, I believe, it was 45 minutes long. Kojima was about 12 minutes of it. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Because then they talked about his new action espionage game, which we did not get a trailer. We did not no. get one little wit of this. And I want to point out that he did this not long ago on an Xbox show, remember? Where he, where he came on and he's like, I'm developing a game for Xbox. I don't even yep. have a name for it, but I'm developing it. Just want you Xbox people to know, bye. Look, I hate this guy. I hate this guy so much, Neil. Like, it's it's a full, deep loin hatred for this man. Uh, he, take, he wastes 12 minutes of our time on a sequel. I don't know who's asking... For a Death Stranding sequel. If you're asking for a Death Stranding sequel, that's fair. I'm not going to come down on you. I played Death Stranding. I have a review of it on the channel. Thanks to one listener who forced me to do it. But And it, it had some gameplay mechanics that were truly awesome. That being said, what brought the game down was the insane, crazy egotistical, over-the-top Kojima's bullshit story crap. Uh, so now we're going to get a second one of those. And now he's making a new espionage game called... <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. I cannot stop belching today. Fizzent. Fizzent? Fizzent. Sure. <laughs> P-H-Y-S-I-N-T. It, yes. And it's he says <laughs> he says it's a stealth espionage game. Which what is a stealth espionage game to a man who invented a game with babies that fight darkness in time rain? I I don't know what an espionage game from a guy like that looks like. Like is it an espionage game where you play like a mouse taking on a dragon and you have to hide in the carcasses of like, you know, fetuses? Like I have no idea. The I think the big story with that is the fact that now that Kojima's off on his own, he's got his whole new, like, brand new thing right. with Death Stranding, he's going to go back and retread. It, the second this was announced, it, the whole internet said, oh, spiritual successor to uh, Metal, Metal Gear. Gear Solid. Yeah. So, yeah, and... No mincing of words. That's exactly what it's going to be. I'm surprised he didn't use the phrase, like, alluding to, like, it, it will be a spiritual successor to uh, my previous works. Uh, there's something like that. I'm surprised that wasn't term wasn't used. Like, it's straight up and down. It's what it is. And I, I, I will actually be surprised if it's that close to Metal Gear Solid and not some but fucking saying storyline like seriously like yeah i think he's so far beyond anything grounded at this point that like a stealth espionage game to him is just really some lunatic bananas stuff the other thing is how does he have a team big enough to work on all these games i yes. want to understand that because he you is mentioned now, that and that's one thing i thought immediately he's now working on ob or od or whatever that fucking whatever weird that one is. is that just his faces he's working on movies he said he's working on this new fizzant and he's working on the second uh death stranding and an unnamed xbox game what where how 
How many people do you got in Kojima Studios? Because I, I don't think it's enough to work on all these high-end games. I just don't think it is. So, no. I, I don't know. He is... I He's just the biggest con man in the absolute world, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else to say about that one, or should we move on? Not at all. All right, I want to move on to one that I'm actually kind of excited about. Uh, this trailer actually got me a little bit going. I want to see more from it, but this is the... Uh, they did a deep dive trailer on Team Ninja's Rise of the Ronin. Team Ninja being the guys who made Ninja Gaiden. Uh, mm-hmm. They are making a PlayStation... Ex- is it PlayStation exclusive? I think it's PlayStation exclusive. Right? Uh, that I don't... Not 100% sure. One. It's called Rise of the Ronin. And it's like it's like an open world action game. Uh, but it's set in like this kind of weird 19th century period where Japan had opened their borders and people had kind of come in. So they, they were still, they still had people running around fighting with katanas, but they had people with guns and they had soldiers and they had flamethrowers and all sorts of crazy shit going on there. And it just, I, I really liked this trailer. I liked what they showed. And I think it could be a really interesting game. I think it was one of the few things that I saw at this state of play that actually I was like, oh, okay, I'm down. I'm down for that. Yeah, uh, this sort of stuff is something that, like, I will I will observe from afar. Um, I, I This genre, I guess, uh, of, like, something like an old samurai movie sort of thing... Uh, never really got me like even uh, Ghost of Tsushima like I appreciate it for what it is believe me right. uh, it's just not my my cup of tea I would sit there and watch somebody play it um, if I wanted to watch something but I don't think it, it's something that I'd go out of my way to sign up for so to speak yeah I'm not going to be like first in line right but yeah. like, like Ghost of Tsushima is still one I'd like to play if it ever comes to PC like it's uh, it, it's it looks cool. It's interesting to me, and I think this one is interesting to me. This is a little bit more like Horizon for me. Like this is going to be one that like I get later on special when I don't have anything else to buy, and I go, oh, cool. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So I don't know, but it, it still looked interesting. It looked like they were doing something a little bit more. I don't know. I, just interesting to me. There was a lot of stuff at this show that looked very um, Japanese narrative. Here it is, and then it's gone, sort of thing. You know? Yeah. Which uh, which brings me. We then had a uh, Until Dawn uh, remaster for PS5 and, and PC this year. That's not really anything we have to talk about. I think. Yeah. Um, it's one of those. It's like a dark picture type game, right? Uh, where mm-hmm. it's all like choices and stuff. I think it was nominated by us uh, in one of our categories. I think narration this year. Um, so that's cool for people who are into games like that. I don't think that's really going to do anything for us. Um, no. Next one is this Stellar Blade Deep Dive release date announced. Uh, April 26th. I-, I will say, I will say one thing this show kicked the shit out of Xbox on was... A lot of release dates. A lot of release dates here. We're getting the Rise of the Ronins in April. We're getting Stellar Blade in... Uh, oh, April. We're, we're getting Stellar Blade in April. We're getting Rise of the Ronins in March. You know, they, they were giving us release date after release date. I really enjoyed that part of it. Because that's when I want to see. 
Stellar Blade does not look like anything I would ever want to play or I'm ever interested in. Stellar Blade is uh, is one of those that if it someday one day would show up on Game Pass, I would give it a shot uh, because it's got that uh, action, stylish action sort of flow like Devil yeah. May Cry. Yeah, um, I'll give you that. That's my jam. Um, but I mean, outside of that, like I definitely wouldn't be in it for the story or anything no. like that from what I've seen. No. And I've seen a lot of stuff about this. Like, like I feel like PlayStation's like banking a lot on this game because it's been at a lot of their shows, but then mm. I don't hear anybody talk about it. I don't hear any, I forget like, it exists. I forget yeah. it exists until it gets another trailer until it gets another trailer. Exactly. So I don't know what this is going to do for me. And also I want to say this now before we even continue. Uh, Sony, man, more character creation-based games, man. What happened? Like, it's like they're 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 taking away our character creators all the way. Like everything's so goddamn narrative uh, in this show. Um, and like, I know you're very into narrative. I don't hate mm. narrative. It's just I like a good character creator. There. Like, especially with these open world games, but, like, it doesn't look like there's a character creator on the Rise of the Ronin game, which confuses the hell out of me. And the Stellar Blade, another one, they're both kind of open world kind of games. Why don't we get a character creator on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, there's some things where, like, there are definitely tons of games out there where character creation, I feel like you could absolutely do it. You could do the... uh, the default of hey this is what the default character is but you can do whatever mm-hmm. you want with it yeah because games like think of back like with final fantasy 10 uh final fantasy 10 the main character's name officially was like titus but right. you could make it be whatever the hell you wanted it to be right right uh, you know that was like the early stages of that yeah. and that used to be a thing to where hey this is the default dot 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 but you can do whatever you want it uh, like even yeah. with like Baldur's Gate, I didn't realize the default name for your character is Tav. Tav uh, until <laughs> until shortly after we started. I agree, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna go one further. For me, it attaches me to the character more. It attaches me to the main character more when I get to decide what they look like, what their name is. You know, like it just it just puts me more into that driver's seat when I'm playing Link. I'm like, ah, it's just Link, whatever. I feel more like I'm watching it. Again, I don't want to watch things. I want to play them. You know what I mean? I want to play right. every aspect of it. Uh, and I, I just I want some more character creators. And Sony seems to be like pushing away from that, which is weird because everything we keep hearing about Sony is that it's more like live service, live service, live service. We need to get in on that, you know? Yeah. Um, but we did get a lot of like more narrative-driven stuff here. Uh, moving on, we go to Capcom shares another Dragon's Dogma 2 trailer. Uh, this is another one that's coming out on March 22nd. Again, point for Sony on all the release dates. Really appreciate that. I feel like Dragon's Dogma and Dragon's Dog and and by respect, Dragma, Dragon's Dogma 2 is going to be a very Zack like game. But I don't know anything about either one of these games, <laughs> so I just I don't know anything about them to get excited about them. Uh, if I remember correctly, uh, the original was very Soulsy. Oh, was it? I heard it was open yeah. though, like open world, like RPG yeah. sort of thing. Uh, and, that, and to my knowledge, yeah, which is a which is a me sort of thing. But I don't know. 
I don't know. Do you have anything to say about Dragon's Dogma? No, I want to go to the next one. <laughs> All right. Well, before we do, I do want to say that the world seems to be a little bit more into Dragon's Dogma 2. I do see a lot of stories about that. When I see a lot of stories about a game, it, it means that those stories are getting good click rates, so they're mm -hmm. making more stories about it. So it, it looks like that one's going to be one of the bigger hits for Sony. But yes, mm -hmm. let's go to the next and one. This one. This was the other one that actually I was like, oh, okay. That was that was one of the ones yeah. that yeah I was very very surprised with because uh, mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting anything like this. The uh, Sonic uh, Sonic Cross Shadow Generations, which is it's a repackage of uh, Sonic Generations, which truthfully is one of the best Sonic games. It's good within the past. Uh, God, that game's like. 12 years old now which it's is good. disgusting to think about um i have but, some small problems with it but it's good yeah uh, but from there not only is it going to be a remaster but they're gonna put shadow content in there and they yeah. showed a little bit of it uh and from what they showed uh i think it's gonna follow stuff from uh, uh, some stuff from sonic adventure 2 which uh, I know you and I are all about. Yep. Uh, and a little bit from Shadow the Hedgehog as well. Probably going to have stuff from Sonic 06 as well because you have to have enough to actually – you can't have just like two levels. So um, I think they're going to go one further from what I was seeing and we'll actually get to see more of his backstory that we haven't seen before. Maybe we'll get some actually original content in there for him. My biggest problem with Generations, my biggest problem with Generations is while it is a great gameplay experience, creatively it's nothing. Like it is, right. it is a remix of all of your favorite levels. Basically what they did with Generations is, and the plot is nothing too. That's one of the things that bothers me is the plot is the like, plots, yeah. you're at a birthday party and you're, you get sucked into another dimension and then you're you're in this other dimension trying to stop the bad guys and then like you just go back to the birthday party at the end it's like it's yeah it, it's like it's a christmas your, episode you know it's yeah what's funny it what i thought was funny was the game was for i believe it was the 25th anniversary yeah of uh, sonic the hedgehog if i remember correctly um so i mean the idea of it being a birthday party was all fun tongue-in-cheek but it did that thing that that i cannot stand with a it's all based around like time travel mm -hmm. and like a time, time travel, travel plot that exists solely for you to go back to previous things because i i can't stand it, like it, you mentioned there's well, there's nothing new there's nothing to new. it there's nothing uh, new except for the final boss which is you know not really that new, really? honestly, when you really yeah, think yeah. about it. The, the the whole thing is like they take everybody's favorite levels from all the best Sonic experiences they could find, and then they remix Mostly. them, and then those are the areas that you travel to through through the game and the world. What's really weird about it, though, is each one of the little areas that you go to has a rival fight, which is one of the coolest parts of the game. Yeah, because they're super fast. They're they're like you're running on like a track and you're fighting while you're running. It's they're great. Um, like one of them silver, you fight. One of them's Metal Sonic. One of them's Shadow. 
So mm-hmm. how does that rival fight then turn into him getting his own game? Like it, within the confines of the story, I'm very interested to see how they kind of shoehorn the shadow parts in uh, to give us like a new experience there without breaking any sort of continuity. Um, but yeah, that comes out in autumn of 2024. We didn't get an exact release date there. But uh, but yeah, I was actually kind of excited about this. So just author's note on this. I've never actually played Generations. I watched the oh, full... Really? I know it's a good one. It's just not one that I ever was in a position to get my hands on. And then uh, I watched the Game Grumps recently, like in the last two years, played through it. Uh, and I watch all the Game Grumps stuff, so I watch them play through it, and I was like, oh, that is one of the good, like, so that's how I know how everything happens in that. Yeah. Uh, but with Shadow in there and the new content, I might actually pick it up this time around if it's not too expensive. This needs to be a discount title, though. Yeah, it definitely has to be a 40, or I mean, nowadays, 50 is considered, quote, discount. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anything else to say about Sonic Cross Shadow? No. All right, moving on. Silent Hill, the short message is dropping later today. I don't know what this is, and I did not watch this trailer. Sorry, guys. It I is PT. It. it is straight <laughs> up and down PT. It, there's, there's no way around it. Nobody can tell me otherwise. It does have a little bit of an interesting from, I, I did watch the trailer for this, um, because PT was such a phenomenon when it happened. Um, it's, it's very much like the, the horror aspect is kind of told through text messages effectively. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was, a free to, free to play dropped that day and it was a surprise, uh, which, which, you know, I can appreciate not my cup of tea, but I can appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely not my cup of tea. I'm not a horror game guy. So let's move on to the next big one. I want this. Oh, I care less about this. I want this. You were actually excited about this? Yes, because I've been starving for more Bioshock. Starving for more Bioshock. And there had been rumors for literally years that they're working on Bioshock 4. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And uh, this game, Judas, which is basically it's it's Ken Levine who worked uh, worked with uh, 2K to make the original Bioshock. Eventually, they all split off on their own. This is their stab at a spiritual successor, basically. Okay. Um. All right. So I appreciate your position. I do not want to insult you, like. I don't want to insult anybody who is excited about Judas. Uh, it is Ken Levine. He did make the Bioshock games. To me, nothing new is done here. Uh, I watched the trailer. I didn't see anything special. I didn't see anything interesting. The story seemed actually kind of cliche and trite. Uh, it almost seemed like just like the easiest subject matter that you could do a game about right now, especially for a guy who like his first three games are about kind of crazy off the wall stuff. And while they do get to some like humanitarian stuff in the games themselves, but like, this is about uh, a city at the bottom of the sea. And this is about a city that's flying and stuff like that. And like, like crazy. This just looked like some more, like the government's always watching your privacy isn't your own 
bullshit that turns into an apocalypse. Like, it doesn't... I didn't see anything in this trailer that excited me in any way, shape, or form. There was nothing new. The story wasn't new. It just seemed very, like... It seemed easy, man. It just seemed easy to me. It seemed like a paint-by-numbers easy plot that, that anybody could come up with. And, and from a guy who has supposedly written... Like, look, I'm not the biggest Bioshock fan. So, in fairness, I may be a little bit jaded here. But from a guy who's written three of the biggest storyline whatever games that have ever been created... This didn't look like anything special on the narrative front to me. So I just, I, I I have a hard time getting excited from what we saw. Granted, it was only a minute and 51 seconds. Maybe they just didn't cut the trailer the way to, to show you anything really new or interesting. But do you see where I'm coming from in this at least? Like, I'm not trying yeah. to like no, bash you because you like and, it. And but. what's what's interesting about this is I actually am excited for it for all the reasons that you mentioned, because this is another story of, hey, gamers want this specific game. We're asking for this game. We're demanding this game, another Bioshock. Everybody wants another Bioshock, basically. And we're not getting it. So what happens? Somebody else has to come along and do it. It's easy. It's right there. Just do it. Nobody's going to do it. So somebody else came along and just did it. There's some instances where doing just more of the same is totally fine because it's been what Bioshock Infinite was God 2012. I think it was you know, we're about we're 12 years away out from that. You know, it's time for another one, I personally think. And I don't think you necessarily need to reinvent the wheel. It's when you start every three years, maybe just pumping out another one of the same exact thing. Like let's, let's be real. I've voiced my concerns about horizon becoming this. And it seems like it's going yeah. down that path. Most of things do more of the same thing. It was fine with two. They can't do it with three in about a year and a half from now. Ah, uh, I, I, I see your points. Personally, I still think that it would have been more interesting if this was Bioshock 4 to me. Like, this just... Yeah. It's not even that it's not... I don't know. It just seemed lazy. Like, the story writing... From what they showed, the story seemed lazy to me. Not necessarily, let's not reinvent the wheel so much as, eh, everybody doesn't like the big brother state, so let's just do that, you know? And I... Right. That that was my problem. Is it just felt so regurgitated uh, from what I saw? So we'll have to see. We'll have to see what he brings to the table. Um, next, we have V Rising is coming to PlayStation Five in twenty twenty four. Fine, doesn't really affect me one way or the other. I, I kind of got hyped for a second. I don't know why I thought it was a uh, New Castlevania game when I saw the trailer. <laughs> well, it does have vampires. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Dave the Diver is coming to PlayStation, uh, and it's also coming with a Godzilla event, which is hysterical to me. Um, so, what I think is really interesting here is not so much that Dave the Diver is coming and that it's with 
Godzilla, but the fact that now it will be on every platform but Xbox. Which is very interesting. Weird, yeah. Yeah, very interesting. It makes me wonder if, like, Xbox wanted it on Game Pass and they wouldn't allow it to be on Game Pass or something. Because this is... It's already on Switch. It started on PC. Now it's coming to PlayStation as of May 2024. But we have no announcement that it's coming to Xbox. No inkling that it's coming to Xbox. I think that's a really interesting... uh, Really interesting development, you know? Yeah, I I think it's the more interesting part of that is the fact that Godzilla, <laughs> yeah, is going to be a part of it because you think about <laughs> what kind of like sushi a, can you make out of Godzilla? <laughs> yeah. Well, what's interesting is like you know Dave the Diver, this little indie game, mm-hmm. relatively indie, you know, whatever we want to do not, a conversation yeah, on it's, that. It's yeah, it's not but, indie at all. Um, but is then oh by the way, got actual licensed IP Godzilla crossover. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I thought it's kind of interesting. It is interesting. I just think it's very strange that it's not on. It's not coming to Xbox anytime soon. Uh, we then had Zoneless Zen Zero is in development for PlayStation Five. This is the next, next Hoyoverse game. The the guys who made Genshin and uh, the 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 train one. Um, it's a gotcha game. It's another gotcha game. Yeah, it, it definitely is. And the the thing that I hate about this is the fact that before I knew it was a Hoyoverse game, I was watching it and the animations for some of like the special attacks Mm -hmm. that they have are like, I was like, Oh my God, the animation for this is fucking amazing. I'm like, what is this game? And it's like ZZZ was the logo. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then I saw Hoyoverse. I'm like, you fucking kidding me. You know, I hate that. I hate that. There's games that do that that get you yeah. so hyped, and then it's like, oh, by the way, it's this thing that you can't fucking stand. Uh, I think what was it? Uh, Black Sand, I think, was the last one that I saw that was like that. Black Sand. Uh, yeah, I think it launched like two years ago or something. Yeah, it was just like this crazy epic, you know, epic fights, epic this, that, and the other, and it's it's just your bog standard MMO hit button as the same button over and over and over again and watch meters fill. Like, I was like, okay, well, fuck me then, I guess. Yeah, I think that, uh, so, so, I mean, I played, I played Genshin Impact a little bit just to try it, and uh, they're really pretty interesting games. I will say that. For a gotcha game, you, you don't really get better than those games, honestly. Like, they're actually very interesting to just play on their own. Uh, like Genshin kind of plays a lot like Breath of the Wild, weirdly. Like there's gotcha yeah. aspects, but there's a lot of the thing that I don't like about it is you cannot understand the plot to save your freaking life. Like they don't, none of them even talk normal. It's just you can't even gather what you're trying to do or where you're coming from or what's going on. Um, but but yeah, I mean I do like that they make those games a little bit better now. But yeah, it's just another bullshit. Uh, yeah. box game. Then we got Metro Awakening is going to be a VR game. So the the guys who made the Metro games are making a specific VR shooter. Um, I don't I don't really have anything to no add to that. I mean, great for VR. Uh, then we had Legendary Tales for PSVR two announcement. I don't know what Legendary Tales are. So Combat, this, magic, swords, bow and arrow, and more fantasy environment. 
So I honestly never heard of this before, but from what they showed of gameplay, I thought was very interesting. I want to see how they handle movement because uh-huh. that's that's the big thing with all these sorts of games is in VR, you know, it's just teleport to spots. You're not actually like moving or else, you know, you get motion sickness. But from what it showed here, it you could almost like it was like John Wick. The stuff uh. that you could do in this, like literally like if dudes like dudes running up on you, you can like grab their sword and like punch them in the face and then grab them and slam them against the wall that's and throw them down and like. You can take if you have a sword, you can throw a sword at a dude and then turn around and like use a guy as a shield. Like it's like it's got potential for VR. And it takes a lot for me to say that. <laughs> well, Asgard's Wrath is a ten out of ten. I think that's the one that like broke the wall. I think we might actually start getting some some good VR games because I watched a review on Asgard's Wrath and it made me a little bit jealous that I get motion sickness in that fucking thing, you know? Yeah. So, like, I think I think maybe we are going to start getting some really good uh, uh, VR games coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Um, then we had the new Foam Stars trailer ahead of its launch next week. Uh, Foam Stars is basically, like, the the from what Splatoon. it looks like to me, it looks like... S- what? Splatoon. Yeah, Looks like Splatoon, but cum based. Uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. It just looks like the whole thing is about yeah. spraying everybody with cum. It literally yeah. looks like a jizz fest. Every time I see these trailers, I'm like, do they know what they're doing here? Is this on purpose? Uh, I think or is they it know not? what they're doing. Like, what is this? This is some weird. This is like. It's like porn without anybody doing anything to each other. <laughs> Why do I still feel dirty here? Um, right. And then finally, we had the Helldivers 2 trailer, uh, the official report for Duty. Uh, that's launching on February 8th. Duty. Helldivers looks interesting. It looks like a games to serve a shooter. Uh, I mean, more power to them. I kind of want to try Helldivers. I'm not going to lie. I've seen a couple of trailers of it. It looks interesting. But I have learned to wait on games to serve shooters. Yeah. Yeah, all things. All things, everything, even the things that you think you're safe. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, all things. Well, and that's it. That's the entire state of play. Uh, I will say this: they definitely had more games than Xbox did, and they definitely had more dates. So if if we had to compare them side by side, I would give the points to uh, uh, Sony on this one yeah. as to who won. But if I'm uh, if I'm asking myself if this show really moved the needle for me, it didn't. It didn't at all. Yeah, not really. I mean, with some notable exceptions, for sure. Uh, But at the same time, these early shows are not supposed to be the ones that are like the real like the the real headline makers. It's it's the summer fuck fest that really does that. Yeah, I guess I still feel like uh, if if you're going to do one of these shows, you should have some hitters. And I didn't really see any hitters. Like, do we need a full show for any of these reveals? Like, just put out the reveals, you know what I mean? Same with the direct. Like, why are you wasting 45 minutes of my time uh, for these trailers? Just give them the IGN and shut the fuck up, you know what I mean? And I will watch them and that will be it. Like, don't make me tune into some weird... The purpose will have been served. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, the same thing gets across. I don't understand why we're doing this. But, uh, but yeah, that's it. That's it for the state of play. So we will head to the news... 
Ladies and gentlemen, did you watch it? Did you not watch it? Did you think it sucked? If you did watch it, uh, do you not even care? Probably not even care. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back with the news. Horrible Gaming Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the final segment of the show, the news. It's where we collect headlines that don't necessarily deserve a talking point that we want to riff about, that we want to just tell you about, tell each other about. Neil has six. I have five. Neil, take it away. Uh, so uh, the first one was just something very interesting uh, that I came across. Somebody decided to eat every single ingredient and food in a playthrough of Skyrim to see what happened. Um, surprising literally nobody, they died. <laughs> so, That's yeah, great. there you go. If you ever wondered. That's great. Um, I didn't put this on my list, but did you see that story about the person who died in Baldur's Gate on the first choice of the game? I didn't read it, but I saw it. They they used one of their characters had like wild magic and they used guidance on the first one and then it summoned an elemental and it started attacking oh, them no. while they oh, were in no. the, the the conversation and it killed them all like it was I, it was hysterical. I have a, I have a Baldur's Gate story for you later. By the okay. way, okay, <laughs> all right, noted. Uh, my first one is ridiculous. So we get a developer direct from Game Pass. Uh, they show us so many games and then they show us their special secret game was secret of mana or visions of mana uh was their secret game we talked at length about how why is this a secret game uh why is this whatever um and it was on an xbox direct and guess what it's not coming to game pass like they announced it's not coming to game pass they never meant for it to feel like it's coming at a game pass even though they've always said that every every game that they show comes to game pass but nope so their secret hitter for their own xbox direct is not coming to their subscription service oh god like i don't i don't get it like no it it had no place and that just Mm. further leads further more into what i was mentioning when talking about this because the last time they did this, it was the big surprise was Hi-Fi Rush and surprise mm-hmm. at launch today. They are trying to catch that lightning in a bottle by doing literally the entire antithesis of everything that they did with yeah. that. Yeah. They said, oh, here's a game that we're going to show on our showcase. Yeah, this Microsoft game, these Microsoft games are going to come to Game Pass except this one. Except the secret one, and we're not going to give you a release date instead of yeah. giving you the game right then and there. You know, like, it, it was it was ridiculous. All right, yeah. your turn. So, uh, next one I have for you here uh, is Strange as Shit. Okay. Uh, this is kind of the running theme for all of these. So, this one's a little bit of a story, uh, and it's a little abstract, so I'm trying to, like, re like retell it the best I possibly can. So apparently it is possible to reconstruct Game Boy Advance ROMs by causing them to crash and reconstituting them into an MP3 file and converting it. Wow. So basically this guy did a video on YouTube. He forced his Game Boy to crash and recorded what happened. After about four hours of that crash, the uh, data output into a weird format that almost seemed to be like sound. 
he put it into a conversion program basically that converted the mp3 into a literal playable rom how in the whole shit does that even happen that's crazy that's crazy that's absolutely crazy some of the stuff that happens in computers and it's and like and that's not like and it's it's weird because it's not like something that's like oh isn't this a coincidence like right. it right. has to be formed it has to happen right. that way it has to be made that way right yeah that's super weird um all right so mine this is a downer but we've all been seeing this uh suicide squad is <laughs> just just an abysmal failure, oh, but it gets yeah. worse. It gets worse because if you bought the premium edition, and yeah. you crazy-ass motherfucker if you bought the yeah. premium edition, but if you did, you got three days of early access, or at least you thought you did. You thought you did. When you, you went to boot up that early access, you got met with one of two, one of two things. The first being you can't get in because the servers are shut down and sorry for the inconvenience. Or... You got in before they shut the servers down because there was a glitch in the game that literally completed the game for you. What you would do is you would go in the game, you'd press start, and the game, and then you just get all the achievements immediately, and you'd be an end game, in, in, instantly. Um, so they hear what their fix was. Oh, the, oh no, I'm not. A, yeah. So everybody right off the they shut down the game for like I think a full day. They didn't know when it was going to come back. Yeah. So these these poor motherfuckers who who paid extra to get early access lost a day of early access. And they were like, "Well, do we get anything? Are we going to get some refunded some money?" <laughs> oh no, my friend, you're going to get $20 uh, in in-game currency. That's right. Uh, you can now buy $20 worth of bullshit skins for King Shark. Congratulations. I just I this game has ruined Rocksteady's entire legacy. They made three of the best superhero games ever made. They took this fucking giant piece of shit and they just spread it all over those games, especially considering the fact that this game is part of that same universe. So this game is like... I don't want to. I don't want to reveal spoilers, but I'm gonna tell you right now, it's not good for Batman. And if you really enjoyed your playthrough of Batman through those first three games, don't play this. Don't play this because it ruins that entire legacy. It ruins the legacy of the company. They've dumbed down their combat. They've they've tacked it all into this weird games of service thing. And from what I understand, there is absolutely no thought or intelligent basis on any of the missions. They're just shoot this thing, protect this thing, fetch this thing. Uh, and it doesn't end. And it doesn't end. It doesn't even have a, a viable ending because they wanted an end game. It's just terrible. And thank God that the uh, news came out that this isn't actually Kevin Conroy's last thing that he did. Yeah. Uh, because holy fucking shit. Um yeah, and the you know what the absolute worst part about everything that's going on with the Suicide Squad is? From all the reviews that I've seen of it, because I've been toxically following this, like mm. I want to see I want to see the train fire. Right. But every single review is like the story and some of the things that they try to do with that side of things is great. But they're doing that thing, that thing that I it, the the thing that makes me 
not want to do mm-hmm. anything with live service games is it is a live service game because for no other reason other than we want it to be a live service game for infinite monies, basically. Yep. And they are going out of their way to be like, hey, guys, this isn't a live service game. I mean, it's got events that are going to be happening and updating and uh, there's an end game grind and uh, the, your grind is for fractions of percentages mm-hmm. to make your numbers better and, uh, and you're it's just kind of this thing you're looting and uh, just swapping out gear but definitely definitely not definitely not a live service game no no no, no it way. bothers no me way. so much too because a, a good lives of service game can be one of the coolest gaming experiences out there and superheroes could be a good live service game but <laughs> instead <laughs> well and that's the problem marvel's avengers had the same issue i told you about it that story is one of the best marvel avengers stories i've ever witnessed but it takes place in that game like you have to play through that game to get it i think that one of my biggest issues is they always tack it they, they just think oh it's got to be the Destiny thing. We got to do the Destiny thing with this. Look, Destiny doesn't work for superheroes. It works for Space Knights. Great. It doesn't work for superheroes. You have to come up with something more dynamic and interesting. And and that's what bothers me is the problem isn't that it's a live service game. It's the problem that every company out there somewhere around somewhere along the line just decided that live service looks like Destiny from top from 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 stem to stern. You know, and yeah. that's not how you do a live service game successfully. You do a live service based on your subject matter, and you could do it good, but they just don't do that. Drives me absolutely nuts. Um, so my next one, uh, let's talk about Avowed for a second, because Avowed is not looking great to me. Um, so they showed that kind of lackluster gameplay at the developer direct that we talked about. Um, made it seem like it was like everything new and it was just stuff we had seen from other things. Um, but now it's coming out that we're we're seeing like, oh, there's less in there than you think there is. There's no romance option for any of the companions. And look, there's plenty of players out there who don't even do romances in games and Outer Worlds didn't have romance. So that's not really a problem, but it's one less thing to look forward to. They also said that of all the races that do exist in the Pillars of Eternity world, you will only be able to play a human or elf, period. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So, like, what's bothering me here? Let me talk about what's bothering me here. Because Outer Worlds, if you, like, you compare them, right? You have to. Mm -hmm. Same company, same kind of thing they're doing. Outer Worlds, they only showed you, like, look at this cool thing you can do. I don't remember... Ever hearing a, you definitely can't do that, you definitely can't do that, when it was coming out. You know what I mean? They were only showing you new things they were doing. Whereas Avowed seems run-of-the-mill when they show us stuff, and then they spend half the time telling us the things that we think are in there aren't in there. You know? And while part of me is like, I'm, I'm glad they're managing expectations, another part of me is like, you're, you've made a lot of design choices that are taking away any of my excitement for this game. You know? Yeah. There's definitely a way – there is a way to temper expectations uh, and, you know, set the standard of, you know, what it is that the game yeah. is actually going to be other than, hey, just so you know, like, 
you want to present this game as a good thing, like that you're right. going to have fun with, but you can't, 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 won't, don't, yeah. will never be able to. Like, okay, well, uh, great. Uh, maybe we can find that out for ourselves uh, when right. we find out, you know, tell us how good the game is going to be. I mean, right. this is one of those instances where it's like, you know, they're so good at it. I don't know why they're just not lying straight to our faces. Like, Yeah, I'm really <laughs> confused too because like the stuff they've showed us – like, when you look at the Outer world stuff that they showed you, they showed you the character creation. The character creation was, like, it's one of the best character creators I've ever played with, personally. Like, it just is. Like, I love how how just making a character creates, like, a different experience every time you go into that game, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and they showed that off, you know? Uh, they showed off some of the other stuff. With this, I feel like they showed off very run-of-the-mill stuff. They pretended that it was new stuff that we'd never seen before. And then they just spent the entire time doing damage control when people were like, well, can we romance people? No. Well, can we play anything? Now you're going to play a human realm. You know? And I, I, I don't know. It's it, They're in a tricky spot with that game for me. Because I'm having a hard time because part of me wants to just bash it because I'm like, what are you doing? But another part of me won't... Another part of me who hates overhype is like, well, they're managing our expectations. I just, I don't know. Like my, the things that I was excited about on that game just keep getting taken away. Plus, I still don't have confirmation I can play that in third person. I do not, do not, do not, do not want to play a game like that in first person. I just don't. So like, I will be out if that's the only way to play that game. Um, but that's it. That's it. Your next one. Uh, so speaking of absolutely terrible and horrible things, fantastic. We've not heard the last of them. Oh my because God. Because of course we have. I saw this story. I didn't yeah. even put it on my list. Yeah. So, uh, fantastic. The makers of the day before claimed that their game was a victim of hate campaign. Basically. Um, they said that the game wasn't actually bad. Uh, and that review, reviewers of the game messaged them separately afterwards and said, hey, yeah, absolutely. We really actually loved it, but we wanted to shit all over it so that way we could get more followers. Um, and then uh, they also went ahead and told people to go follow their uh, follow their socials to find out what their next big game is going to be. Apparently, they forgot that they shut down. <laughs> um, on top of that... Um, cause this, this was from like oh, a week and a half ago. This was supposed to be on the, the last show when we, we did everything. Mm -hmm. I was supposed to bring this up. Even more has come up about that. Yeah. This apparently, is the one. Yeah. I've read both of these. Apparently people came on who had no fucking clue what it was, was going on because they were told that they were develop developing for a literal entire different game. Three different games. In fact, what? I read that entire article. They, at, at one point in development, they had three completely different games. Like, a build for three completely different games. Like, Plus, it's also come out from a lot that, like, a lot of the, the sources that they were fining people, firing testers randomly as examples, not even for good cause. They were making people work insane hours. Like, we're not talking like, oh, you gotta work a little overtime. Like, there were people who would beg for an hour to go home to take a shower and then had to come back, like that kind of stuff. 
Like absolute, like not even crunch, like like slave labor. It's at that beyond. Point. Yeah. yeah, it's literally yeah. Uh, and and it was just like it was absolutely the worst. And they would just randomly fire people. They would randomly fine people. They would fine people for not getting certain levels of work done in time. Like take money back from their paycheck. So like please, 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 somebody. Find those two fucking brothers that own Fantastic and put them in jail for all the fucking time. Like, seriously. These I guys will, conned I us. Will, they're fucking shitheads. Get them. I will literally never work at a job that docks me pay. Oh, my God. For any reason other than no. if I am a salary employee and I no. don't get my hours. That you know, is it. Say what you want about Americans. I would never, like, I'd be like, I'm out, man. I'll go work at McDonald's. They'll at least pay me. Like, yeah. fuck you, dude. Fuck you and the horse you rode in on. I, I cannot believe that stuff. But, yeah. Um, uh, moving on to one of mine. Um, so, <laughs> this was after the state of play, which is weird. They didn't do it at the state of play. They did it kind of separate, but on the same day. Uh and I am I'm all in on covering this game now just because I've started covering the madness of this. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 <laughs> has a release date. Yeah. It's releasing later this year. It actually has a release date. I didn't mark down the release date in my notes. But it's releasing, releasing later this year. I'm sure. And they... They did a gameplay trailer. Now this is this is after the original studio that had been working on it got fired from it last year in a weird tweet where they were like, they're not on it anymore. These guys are on it, but here's footage of the new game. <laughs> What's even weirder is the original Bloodlines, which I didn't play, but a lot of people I know did play it, was a very open experience. You make your own character, you do your own thing with it. Uh, you can kind of do anything within the world. Kind of almost that pen and paper in digital form kind of feel to it. This game, you have to play a specific character. That character is a character named Fire. That character is definitely a lady. Not any problem with ladies, but there's no choice in gender. And then of the like 14 clans in Vampire the Masquerade, you only get the choice to play four of them. Like that's the only character options. You don't get to build the character. You get to choose one of four classes, period. And that gives you certain different abilities. It's first person, which we all know how much I hate first person platforming, but there's plenty of that in this. Uh, it, they showed off stealth elements, investigation elements, some conversation elements, which looked interesting, I will say that. Um, but just it was just weird to me that they did this, that they only made it four. Uh, they took a lot of choice away from the character creation. Uh, I don't know. Like, it just seemed very strange to me that they, how they presented it. Does that make sense? Oh, yes. Um, this... This is damn near the next Skull and Bones, honestly. <laughs> like, I, I don't know why they're even trying to to still deal with this. Uh, it's almost like Dead Island 2 that, mm -hmm. you know, kind of hopped around between different developers. My only hope is that it comes out hey, to Dead Island 2 the, was uh, pretty good. So I was going to say, go. it, it's yeah, the relatively okay that Dead Island 2 was. <laughs> 
Yeah, same here. I just like, I'm a little bit bummed because, uh, especially lately, I've been playing a lot of tabletop World of Darkness, and uh, I was kind of excited for a modern day World of Darkness game that's decent. And the World of Darkness games just suck. They can they have not been good since the original Bloodlines. Like they released that werewolf game like two years ago that was just a, a freaking uh, nightmare to yeah, play. I remember that uh, there was a there's a story-based vampire one that I, I heard was just, like, okay. Uh, like, the White Wolf just cannot make good video games like no. And I don't understand how they can't. Because it is a pretty rich source material, but for some reason they can't. So I was kind of hoping for, like, a decent open-world, create-your-own-character kind of vampire game. And um, doesn't look like we're going to get it with this one. Um, Galarian on it. Yeah, Larry and your next project. Choo, 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 choo. Um, all right, uh, your next one. I only so, have one left. Yeah, I still have three. I um, that happened, but... Uh, I think you got two in a row on me, but... Did I get high. two in by I accident? Think so, it was yeah. uh, It was on accident. No problem. Um, just because we invoked its name, uh, apparently <laughs> Skull and Bones... Skull and Bones is really coming, guys, mm-hmm. and there's a an open beta for it. You know what I think is the funniest part about all of that, though, mm-hmm. is they uh, detailed their plans with the roadmap, mm-hmm. and they guaranteed a commitment of a whole year's worth of content. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna Even for at least they here. don't expect it to hang out like <laughs> they. So the open the the open beta starts on February eighth, um, and it goes it goes up the until the eleventh because yeah. then if you pre order the premium, you get three days of early access, and your your uh, your progress does carry over, which is nice. So I will give them points on all of that. That being said. I'm very nervous for this game. Again, I think this game could be really good. I do not think that the way they are presenting it to the masses is going to be successful in the long run. Like I think making this game a seventy-plus dollar uh, uh, sale to people, and what's sad is there. I was talking about it with somebody else. I think some of the stuff that they do in the games that serve a circle with this is actually some of the stuff that I've been talking about. Like, it's a little bit more dynamic. It's not just like an open map collect-a-thon sort of thing. Uh, There is actually, like, you get rewards for being a pirate. It's not just like, go here, find guns. You know what I mean? Like, you have to, like, do certain things to build your ships. I, I like that stuff. I really do. I think this game really has some merits to it. The problem is, is that... The people out there want a certain level of game from them that I don't think it's going to provide, number one. And number two, it just should not be a premium game experience. It's not what it is, especially when you know how many microtransactions are going to be in that game day one. It is going to be super frustrating, and it's going to bury any fun you're having right off the bat. Especially with how long it's taken to put the fucker out. I mean... Let's be real. They've sunk way, way too much time and money into the making of this game that's not going to have the turnaround. I'm not an advocate for this, but they should have dumped this thing years ago in early access. Uh, Yeah. 
what they sh- that's exactly right. They should have, and they should have made it free to play. And this would be a completely different conversation. We would not be having this conversation in the way that we're having this conversation. It would have been a much more successful property, in my opinion. I think that like you're trying to market this as the next Assassin's Creed, and it just isn't. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You just can't sell it to people like that. And that's what you're doing. I think that you're going to get buried in uh, just just people who are like, I cannot believe I spent as much money on this and I still have to spend this much money to buy a fucking shirt. You know, I think that's what we're going to get into. And personally, I'm really scared because Ubisoft loves to do these things where they put in like gain experience points for money. Because if you do that in this, which is a PvP thing, God, they will get destroyed. Hey, yeah. It, it, like, that's the problem. And again, there definitely there are some devs that put some tender love and care into this thing and are really trying to make this awesome. And in a lot of ways, it accomplishes that. I could definitely put a terrible talk together on this game as to why it is actually good. The problem is, is that it's just going to get buried in money and dollar signs, and that really bugs the shit out of me. Yeah. Continue, sir. You take another oh, one. I thought you. I thought you said had you had one more. I do have one more, but you you still okay. have two, right? Yes. Because I skipped uh, you, so you so, got to make yeah. it even. All right. So uh, then, going on here to my uh, next one here. This is just dumb, goofy shit. Um, Nintendo is collaborating with Capri Sun for a contest to win an OLED Switch. They have chosen the worst possible name for this. It is called Slurp to Win. (laughs) Oh, boy. I got some phone numbers for them. This didn't get ran by like a board like another human being like did a 16 year old come up with this <laughs> what should we call it oh man fun in the sun slurp there to you win. go fun in the sun slurp to win slurp to win yes so Cut those yeah. pouches boys <laughs> god all right my last one is a little bit of movie news uh, we had debated whether or not Jim Carrey would be returning. Oh, my God. Sonic. I'm so glad you're talking about this. Yeah. Whether or not he would be returning for Sonic 3. After Sonic 2, he had said he was seriously considering retiring uh, and that only the best scripts would get him back into it. Apparently, Sonic 3 is one of the best scripts because he has confirmed he will be Robotnik one final time. At oh, least yes. in Sonic Three, so thank God we still get uh, we still get one more Jim Carrey Robotnik. Let's face it, Robotnik in the Sonic movies is awesome. Jim Carrey's awesome in that role. Yes. I think I think in a lot of ways he carried the first one a little bit because the first one was conceptually a little rough. Uh, yeah, I think Jim Carrey's performance kind of pulled that one into fame. And then Definitely. we got the second, the second one, which was the true nerdgasm that we all wanted out of it. So I think that the like the third one, though, the third ooh, one, ooh. Yeah, I'm sure you've noticed the logo, Sonic on the uh, shadow on the big screen. Fuck yeah, man! I mean that, and yeah, and the fact that it's the the logo for the movie is extremely mm-hmm. reminiscent of Sonic Adventure Two. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, oh, I will God. say this: I hate that I'm such a cuck for this shit. 
I really <laughs> do. Because I've said I'm on record as saying I wish they'd stop making video game movies because it's going to turn into the Marvel thing, and then we're going to get shitty video games out of it. But at the same time. I can't wait to see Shadow on the big screen like the giant fucking nerd that I am. And Hayden <clears throat> Christensen is apparently set to be Shadow, I saw. What? I did not see that. Yeah. I saw that uh, Kristen Ritter is signed on and everybody thinks she's going to be playing Rouge the Bat, which is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a couple other people who have signed on. I didn't see Hayden Christensen yeah. in Shadow. Okay. Yeah. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> All right. Well, that was my last one. What you got for us? All right. My last one is a, a yet again, a, a real bizarre one. This one I thought straight up and down was a, uh, a hard drive article, but apparently it's not. There is a, uh, there's an MIT student named Lauren Ramlam <laughs> who basically wrote a paper and proved that you could get doom running on cells on cells biological human cells basically uh how it would work uh is uh they would use like a chemical or electrical alter uh alteration to make the cells render in a positive or negative so black or white to technically be able to run doom the problem is uh, because of how you would have to go about doing that it would be about one frame per four to eight hours i think it was um so not necessarily playable but uh in the continuing quest for the internet of finding out what things can and cannot run doom apparently uh on a molecular or microbiological level uh humans can look i'm gonna say this right now okay I'm on record as saying a lot of stuff with science, especially a lot of stuff with video games, but a lot of stuff with science is all about coulda and not shoulda, and it endangers <laughs> us every day. Uh, I've changed my mind. It's the, doom, it's, the, it's the doom running on things, people, because this is how demons get made, guys. This, you're teaching biological cells how to be that weird fucking uh, 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 goat creature with the plasma hand? No, 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 no. That's a step from it just deciding to be the goat creature with the plasma hand. And then we got hell on earth. Stop putting doom on things before you create doom. Okay, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to be fighting doom people. I don't want beholders flying around shooting things at my face. No, no, no. Stop that. Stop that. Stop putting doom on things. Eventually, it's gonna just make doom, and I don't want that. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. All right. So that was your last one, then, huh? Yes. All right. Well, let's uh, let's pause this thing and then let's wrap this thing up and go to sleep. <laughs> Horrible Gaming Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of the show and the shameless self-promotion that comes with it. Neil, what would you like to plug? Uh, well, um, this. Okay. That's about it. All right. All right. There you <laughs> uh, go. Well, I mean, yeah, there's this. We, we keep talking. Stuff is on its way, but. Yes. Yes. We are conversating about things, planning things, plotting things, all that fun stuff. That comes along with things. Um, as far as me, I'm not going to plug that much stuff. Look, we're up to 421 subscribers. You guys are wonderful. We are we are less than 80 subscribers away from me having to find out how to do merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So, 
plugging along great. We're doing great in the year 2024, and we'd like to continue to do so. We have tons of stuff on this channel. We have tabletop role-playing game stuff. We have video game stuff. We have stuff all across the board. Let's plays, reviews, podcasts, actual plays, streams, whatever you name it. The fact that like we do it and we're basically a, a one-person team with a couple of other people helping is kind of crazy, the amount of content that gets generated on this channel. So just watch whatever you want to watch, and if something looks good, check it out, you know? Um, other than that, please, 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 uh, check out my game if you're a tabletop role-playing game guy, single mod on itch.io. It's only $6, and we're working on a, uh, a setting for that, which we're really excited for, which we're going to try and get our podcast buddy over here to help us with uh, and his, his wonderful wife so that in a role-playing game we can make fun of Neil. Um, uh, yeah. We kind of already did that in Sunfish. But, uh, um, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, so we'll be back next week. Uh, and until then, you guys can contact us on Facebook at OldManGamingDH, on Twitter at OldManGaming9. You can join our Discord. The link is in the description below. The You can influence us in all of our shows from there. And, uh, yeah, as long as you guys keep watching this, and we'll keep making it, we'll see you guys next time. Pause. All right, let's get right into this bad boy. I was going to say, your uh, your short show proclamation definitely went out the fucking I window. I figured fans' reaction was going to be long, uh, just because you hadn't been here last week, and a lot of the comments were related to the topics. It would have been a lot shorter if, you know, you would watch or listen to the show. Yeah, you know. No, I don't know, Neil. I watch and listen to the show. <laughs> you get to do it three times. Get to? You get to. Get to. You like get it's to. a what? fucking privilege. Well, you have to do it twice, but you get to three. You son of a bitch.